A golden evening in Saffron Walden, a market town in rural Essex. Excuse me. Hello, I make a podcast where I ask people where they're going. And can I just ask you quickly, you're the smartest person in the town. Where are you well, going? I'm, I'm, um, I'm here for a wedding, but I'm, yeah, I'm, I've got to pick up some pizzas because we've got a catering issue. So, Nilam, you can't, Nilam, you can't come in here. It's one way. Sorry. No, it's fine. Sorry. How many people have you got to feed? About, uh, it's only the kids. I think about uh, 50 odd kids or something. Good luck. Thank Good you. luck. I love your bow tie. Thank you. Excuse me. Hello. Hi, I make a podcast where I ask strangers where they're going. I'm just wondering where you're going. I'm going to the pub to meet my friends. It's like the most perfect summer's evening for a drink. It is perfect. I've been in London for six months at uni, so it's the first time seeing everyone in a really long time, which is exciting. So hold on a second. If we're in August now, so you went, oh, since Christmas then? Yeah, since Christmas. It's the first time seeing everyone, so it'll be really nice. Big catch-up overdue. So you first year uni? Uh, second year, I'm going into third. And what do you do? I do hair and makeup for fashion at UAL. Oh, that's really cool. Thank you, thank you. I mean, you do have beautiful eyeliner and pink hair. Thank so. you, thank you so much. What decided you to go into that? Um, it's something that I always had like a really dear passion for from a young age, and it's something that I wanted to continue and be able to do that as a degree and a profession, get paid for what I love, was so desirable, and now I'm doing it, and it's amazing. I enjoy it so much. You've got such a lovely turn of phrase. You use quite old-fashioned words. You think? Oh, well, thank you. Well, you said it's like dear and... I don't know, there's something really lovely. I appreciate that so much. I do have to go, but it was really nice to talk to you. No worries. Have a nice day. Bye. Sorry to bother you. I make a podcast where I talk to strangers and ask them where they're going. Hello. And you were kind of loping. And I was no wondering problem. where you were loping to. Okay, so I am currently just walking home, if oh. I'm completely honest, uh, back to being my granddad's full-time dementia carer. Whoa. So, yes. Uh, where have you been? Where have I been? Uh, I went to go see a friend for a little bit on the common and read our books together. Because she also looks after her grandmother with the same situation. So, wow. Funny how the world works. How did you end up being your granddad's carer? Um, so, he's like the only man I fully love, if I'm honest. He's looked after me, so rightfully so. I will always return the favour. How did he end up looking after you? So, I was nine, moved away from my mum and into his house with my grandmother, uh, who sadly passed away six years ago. But yeah, he's quite literally picked up the f- me off, off the floor when I've needed him to, in more words than one. Mm. And so, yeah, returning the favour. What sort of a man is he? Oh, gosh. So, um, I... OK, funny. So this morning, he... I don't ask him how he is. I ask him how old he is. <laughs> and that means, like, are you OK? But also, like, where are we at? This morning, he was 24, and he used to run a maintenance and tool facility 
in Yorkshire and he has 11 brothers and sisters and I'm lucky that, yeah I know, big family, but I'm lucky that I'm the only one he remembers. So today I'm Thomas, my actual name's Arlen, um, but today I'm Thomas and judging by the character it, it takes a lot for me to know well, there would be no one in the 50s in a factory at the same level as him. And so I'm out on break at the moment. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what was his character like then? When um, you were a little boy, what was he, he like to you? Oh, my goodness. So, I mean, I learnt my morals from my grandparents. He was the silent but deadly kind, if I'm honest. And by that, I mean, like, he always had his opinion but chose when was the right way to put it into practice. Mm. Whereas my grandmother, yeah, she she wore the trousers. Did she? And um, I mean, I, I'm very lucky to be around yeah. at least one of the two, yeah. So when did he get poorly? Uh, okay, so this is his second stroke he's recovering from. We waited four and a half hours for an ambulance and obviously oh. there was a golden hour with the stroke. He used to be the vice chairman of Saffron Morland Football Club voluntary basis came in I was living on a sofa and I heard a thud and yeah literally woke up to him on the floor having a stroke slash seizure we waited four and a half hours no cognitive functions 10 months in Allenbrook's hospital and then he came back in a wheelchair and now he walks because of yours truly nice curtsy <laughs> thank you thank you so much so how has your relationship changed was that a really silly question um, it's not a silly question at all, it's just a question that I don't know how to put my answer into words because you know what, like I look up to that man and it's frustrating, it's difficult, um, I lose my rag a lot if I'm honest but he's in there, he's always going to be in there, that's his life you know and up there his head is fascinating some of the things he's told me through this process I call it a project you know like I look after him very well um, and the more that comes out of him the more it's insightful mm. um, that's a really creative it. way of thinking about it because people often describe dementia like someone's receding so or... I'm an artist and tailor by trade so like that would be why yeah yeah everything I do I think outside of okay. the social norm and also the social box yeah. yeah um, and the way you present is also slightly outside the social norm and social box. You're very I, yeah, beautifully well, presented. Thank you so much. Uh, I mean, this, <coughs> this is London. This is I, I studied in Bournemouth for my degree, and then I went to do my masters on Savile Row. And so working with old men is not my first cup of tea. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. this is not my first rodeo. Yeah, yeah. So your tailoring life and all of that creative yeah. passion is that on hold for now or do you find at the space moment for yes uh, I'm in and out of ASOS which is <laughs> why I look so spectacular I am the personal assistant to the head designer of one of their off brands Whoa. Um, yeah yeah I mean I've worked hard for it so thank you so much well you have st um, style is around you like an aura it's amazing thank you thank you so much um, yeah I put it on hold but I mean I'm 30 next year which you know what age is just a number it's how you do with it yes. and um Especially, and I, I throw that at my grandfather all the time. I'm like, look, you're 74. And like, whether you're 24, 21 or 30, he, his body's 74, but it's how he does with it. Mm. And that's how I feel as well. Like, Am I allowed to ask you whether you can be forward-focused or future-focused at all, thinking how long are you going? Of course. How long um, have you got with him? 
So, okay, so with him, so I call him G-Paps. That's my nickname for him as my granddad. Rapidly declining, if I'm honest. Yeah, and I, I've shed many a tear over that, so I won't do that now. It's fine. No, no. I think with my granddad, my G-Paps, I'm talking like a year, two years. But with him as a person in his body, he's there for at least 20. Like, he, he's gonna, he's around. It's just my granddad is not. So, like, finding out who Peter Hughes is, which is my granddad's full name, that's more my job. Mm. Like, I have pictures everywhere of everything and, like, constantly racking out the old family photos <laughs> and, like, just trying to keep that alive because I'm new to this. Yeah. Like, I come from a fashion industry and I never really cared about anything apart from how I was going to look the next day up until about seven years ago, so, yeah. You've been doing this for seven years? No, 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 no. So <laughs> seven years ago, I lost my nan. Uh, um, and that's when my personal world changed. And it's sort of, yeah, it's one of those. It's a learning, learning process. And will you stay with him till the end? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and I will jump down your throat as many times because, yeah, 100%. I owe him more than he'll ever remember. You're going to make me cry. You've had to... <laughs> You've had a lot of loss then in your life. Yeah. Um, not so much loss, just a loss of expectation. I, I've, I've, yeah, I've, I've been thrown left, right and centre in my whole family and I'm so lucky to have what elements I do have of that man. Yeah. Thank you. I love talking to you. I wear my heart on all the sleeves and currently I'm wearing four. So. <laughs> What you're doing is really beautiful. You don't need me to tell you that, but it really is. I do, thank you. And hard. Thank you so much. Give your granddad a love from me. (laughs) Bye-bye. You too. Thank you for listening to this episode. It was recorded by me, Catherine Carr, and the music is composed by Edwin Pearson. Where Are You Going is made by the team at Loftus Media. If you're enjoying it, please do follow, rate and review the show. It helps others to find it too. Where Are You Going is shortlisted for the Listener's Choice in this year's British Podcast Awards. If you have 30 seconds to spare, please support the podcast by voting for us at www.britishpodcastawards.com forward slash voting. The link is also in the show notes and we would be so grateful if you were able to do it for us. You never know, it might mean that we get to do things like make tote bags and I'm sure you'd like one of those. You just never know. Thanks for listening.